following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. I like that a lot. Damn, that's scary. Hello, horror sluts. This is uh, Micah of Damn That Scary. Welcome to season five of the program. This is episode 103, and as you can tell, things are going to be a little different here now. There's a different format. Uh, it's just going to be me. I'm just going to cover basically the news, trailers, and I'm going to give a very short review on a film that I just watched. Uh, I think you guys will like the new format. I think you'll like the new show, and uh, I think you'll like just having me on. Uh, first off, I just want to see how everyone's doing. And, and uh, You son of a... a- Bitch. Greg? Greg, is that you? You bet your ass it's me, you cold blue spread eagle husk of a mother. Are we are we doing this now? Is this what's gonna happen now? Because Greg, you're breaking my heart because you're so mid. You're mid. I had a mid co-host. I put you in camel clutch. I break your back. I fuck your ass. I make you humble. I don't know the meaning of the word humble. I got CTE real bad. You got CTE from when I fucked your mother when you were in her womb and my big 13-inch Iranian (laughs) kept hitting you in your fucking head. Oh, God, I hate the sound of that. When I get my hands on you, I'm going to make Chris Benoit look like Chris Kringle. And I make you look like Crispin Glover in Friday the 13th Part 4. I spit on you. Friday the 13th Part 4. I kicked your ass back at WrestleFest 69. And I'll kick your ass again at SummerSlam 69 this November. Yeah, this November for SummerSlam. That's kind of SummerSlam in November. SummerSlam this November. I kick your ass. All right, you piece of shit. You've been talking shit like some kind of shit-talking Mark. So mark my shit-talking words. If you weren't such a narcissist, you never would have even gotten divorced. Dude, what the fuck, man? I thought we were having fun. What? Too far? Too much? How are you going to bring up my fucking divorce, man? Well, why wouldn't I? I thought we're I thought we're doing a fucking promo here. Dude, we're fighting. All right, asshole, we're fighting now. We're fighting. Yeah, you want to fight? Let's fight. We're yeah, fighting. Yeah, I want to fucking we're fight. Fighting. Yeah, you're, you're, we're, we're fighting. fighting. We're 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 we are damn that's misery. Beat the ball, beat the ball, here I come. 
Co-host Greg. Greg, say hi to everybody. Well, let me first apologize for being so goddamn mid. Oh, you're so mid. But let me follow that up by saying, you've got to fight for your right to be on this podcast. You goddamn right you do. Because let me say, I have a little bit of a bone to pick with some of you fuckers out there in the audience. You took this opportunity to try and move in on my spot. What are you you doing? Come on now. I had so many people come to me and ask me if they need a new co-host. You think you can fill these shoes? You just try. That's right. Because even though my co-host is mid, none of you can you replace him. I'm incredibly mid. I wear a size seven shoe. (laughs) Like a lady. (laughs) That's pretty mid, right? That's pretty, that's pretty fucking mid. Guys, we took the summer off. We are starting season five of Damn, That's Scary. It's episode 103. One, zero, five. What is this? Fucking uh, thanks killing? Well, let's go get some drinks and then kill a bunch of fuckers. Welcome back to the show. Greg and I are awfully rusty. We're kind of dusty and... Can you tell? Kind of musty. But I do love it when you check. You got damn right. Greg, how was your summer, baby cakes? I haven't seen you in a minute. Well, to be honest, it was a little mid. Ah. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, I took a little trip out to the Yukon Territory. Yeah, Canada. Northern Canada. Oh! Tell me about it. Well, kind of sucked. Sort of mid. Yeah, Canada's Canada's Canada. Uh, you know that little, like, archipelago between, like, Alaska and Russia? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, a I learned how to uh, I learned how to mush a dog sled, you know, like a musher, like you know, you know how to mush. I know how to mush. I did that, and I did it across those fucking islands, from one what? continent to another, one nation to another. I bridged the divide, uh, the gap wow. that we've been trying for decades to mediate throughout the Cold War era. Did you happen to bump into uh, a damn that scary deity, one known as Putin? I did. And uh, you know what it turns out? Kind of mid. Yeah. Whole experience, really pretty fucking mid. Yeah, really cool on paper, but really he's uh, he's mid, huh? Rides a horse like a motherfucker, but yeah, super mid. Yeah, pretty boring. That's too bad. After that, you know, I I took a little hop, skip, and a jump down to the the southern tip of the, the Asian continent. Uh, decided I might as well climb a mountain. So why not the biggest one in the fucking world, right? Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Got a couple of Sherpas. They strapped me on their back. They fucking dragged me up that shit. That's I didn't even have to try. Right? What? Sherpa's a horse? No, that's a man. Oh, oh, yes, of course, of course. In this case, two men, two tiny men. Two tiny men equal one Sherpa. They grabbed me. We ascended to the peak of that mountain. You know, up into the real thin air where nobody really fucking goes. Nobody really breathes because nice. it's dangerous for you. Yeah. yeah. You strapped yourself to Danny DeVito and Glenn Danzig. But it turns yeah. out, also kind of a mid-experience. Yeah, not, not so great. Not really Sounds all that mid. good. Sounds mid. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So after that, had to take a little trip. Swam the Indian Ocean. 
by myself because I'm good like that. I'm a, I'm, I'm a little bit of a swimmer, you see. Yeah, I've heard uh, that. Yeah, cross that, fucking jumped into fucking Zanzibar. Great pizza. Yeah, fucking Zanzibar. Have uh, you tried the AIDS? What are you, my dad? <laughs> <laughs> so after a rigorous series of shots and pills uh, and inoculations, I was able to escape that continent. Needless to say, the experience was a little bit made. Um, yeah. But yeah, from there, where the fuck did I go? You remember? Where'd I go? Well, let's say Spain. I went to fucking Spain. Caught some bulls. Rode a bull. Nice. Learned how to play the flamenco guitar. Uh, drank some sangria. Did the whole Spanish experience. Yeah, that shit was mid too. Uh, jumped on the Titanic. Rode across the Atlantic. Crashed that shit into an iceberg. Everybody died. I got real cold. Uh, my boyfriend died on a door. Pretty mid. Whole thing was pretty goddamn sounds, mid. Sounds pretty mid. Sounds pretty mid. Grabbed that jewel, the heart of the ocean, took it back to New York City, invested it all in Bitcoin, made millions upon billions of other Bitcoins. I don't know if that's uh-huh. worth anything. Um, pretty mid. Yeah, pretty midsummer overall. It sounds like it sounds like a midsummer. Yeah, midsummer. I donned a dress of flowers and uh, burned a man alive in a hut. Yay! That was the highlight. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I got to dress a man like a bear and start him on fire. So that's how my summer went. How about you? Nice. I I, I found love. Had your kids, had your wife. Oh, did you? Yeah, I found love, and then I uh, I lost love. And uh, had your kids. Had your kids. Had your kids. Turns out that's pretty fucking mid, dude. Sounds kind of mid, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty mid. Uh, other than that, you know, I just uh, kind of the same thing, only right here. I didn't have to travel the world for it because I live in fucking paradise. Uh, I got on top of some mountains, mountain bike down them. Uh, my new thing now, Greg, is I'm naked a lot outside. Really? Yeah, uh, I'm naked a lot in Lake Tahoe. I'm naked a lot at the Yuba. I'm just, I just, that's my thing now. I have an all over tan. It's amazing. Call the police. You know, I knew there was a reason why we were fighting. It's because you look so goddamn bronzed. Like a fucking healthy, hearty shoe. And I mean, I have no choice but to be jealous. Uh, But more importantly, since this is a horror podcast, did you check out anything good this summer? You mean, aside from the friendship I formed with Vladimir Putin, the journey I took with a couple of tiny gentlemen up a mountain, the infectious diseases i earned on the coast of zanzibar yeah that'll stick um, with you i have weeping wounds on my neck that probably will never heal it's probably not is that vivid enough an image for you just to give you a feel for how my summer went very mid turns out it was yeah 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 you know i'm starting to regret the whole thing honestly it's uh okay okay Hasn't been great. Hasn't been great. You know, and when I found out that we were fighting, even worse. Yeah. It it was a cruel summer. I did watch a couple of trailers, though. (laughs) What? (laughs) No, seriously, I did. You don't have to make stupid noises. I, I, yeah, that was kind of mid of me. The first one is called The The House House of of Dolls. That sounds like a porno. Oh, it is actually a tale of the deformed bastard love child of Pinhead and Leatherface, 
who menaces teenagers like only a mongoloid can in this inspired and original sure-to-be-slasher classic welcome to the house of dolls that's right the house of dolls a family reunion turns deadly when three estranged sisters return home to fulfill their father's last wishes and collect an inheritance. Sounds hot. The catch being they must work together to solve a puzzle that will lead to a fortune hidden inside a giant dollhouse. But soon they fall prey to a knife-wielding maniac with plans of his own. And the knife-wielding maniac looks very suspiciously like a cross between Pinhead the killer from Cry Wolf, and also probably something from the Barbie movie. Maybe Leatherface, I don't know. Somebody might have mentioned that. It looks literally past. nothing like Leatherface. This is why you're so mid. Did you not see the chainsaw? There was no chainsaw! There was a chainsaw! A significant oh, chainsaw. Maybe there was a chainsaw. I don't know. Either way, it looks like a very fun slasher that will be on video on demand October 3rd video more like media oh okay oh boy but the one saving grace of this new slasher film is that it's Good. starring a one D Wallace you mean D D Wallace D D D Wallace triple D you know what I'm saying right she got them titties. hold on did someone just invite Carlos Mencia to this party? <laughs> I am ashamed of both of us. I am not. I'm not funny. I steal jokes. My dick don't work, man. <laughs> Our next trailer is VHS 1985. Yeah, because we're going to party like it's 1985, baby. From the producers of Scream, Hellraiser, and The Black Phone comes five more fucked up tapes. But this time, with an 80s twist, if Billy Idol doesn't fight Ratma with a machete, this whole fucking series is bullshit. It's VHS Hail 85. Hail Ratma! Hail Ratma, that's right. Hail Ratma. We got yourself David Bruckner, as you mentioned, from the last Hellraiser movie in the Nighthouse. Scott... I did mention that. Yes, you did. Fuck you. Scott <laughs> Dickerson. <laughs> Scott Derrickson. As you mentioned, the Black Phone and Sinister. DG Saul Guerrero from Bingo Hell and Culture Shock. Natasha Kermani from the movie Lucky. That's actually a good one. And yep. Mike Nelson from Wrong Turn fame. We all, all love some Mike Nelson here. God damn it. I am so excited about this. I love the VHS series. Except for one. Viral. Yeah. And it is not the first time that a viral entry into my series has ruined my day. Let me just tell you that. VHS 85 looks great. It looks like a splatter fest. It looks fun. And uh, my favorite part watching the trailer is, uh, I know you caught this too, the part where the uh, the dude is just like, hey man, is that Betamax? I do enjoy a good Betamax machine. Love it. I'm very much excited for VHS 85. It'll premiere on Shutter October 6th. Good. You mean this October? Yeah. 
That's October. October 6th. That's tomorrow. What? I mean, probably, right? This episode better fucking be out by then, Greg. Who fucking knows when this is going to come out? We're fighting. We're fighting. Well, next up, we have Hell House LLC Origins. Woo! Good, good. Thank you for your input. <laughs> Hell House is back, and this time with clowns. From writer-director Douglas Gognetti or something comes a big old plate of spagoot that's sure to Mamma Mia. You get where I'm going with this. He has an Italian last name. Mamma Mia! Uh, you go right ahead. Take it away. On Shutter, October 30th, we are going to get the new edition of Hell House LLC Origins to Carmichael Banner. We are moving away from the, uh, oh, Black Betty, Abaddon, oh, Black Betty, Abaddon. No, no singing. singing. Uh, we are moving from the Abaddon Hotel to the Carmichael Manor. This is uh, going to be in a different location other than the haunted house they were trying to build out of this hotel. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a mix of found footage and documentary, kind of like the way the other hell houses were, which I enjoy immensely. Hell House is a lot of fun. Oh, it's a great uh, series. It really is, dude. It has very cheap but effective jump scares. Right. It's like that that cheap pre-grated Parmesan cheese that you get. Not the not the stuff in the brick. You know what I mean? The stuff that comes in like the bottle. Yeah, I'm still going. This is an elaborate metaphor. Uh, all it's all based around spaghetti. Just try to try to. You know, that. I'm pretty sure that's like Tony Soprano's dandruff. Well, that's appetizing. Yeah, and he's dead, so you know it's really good shit. I mean, I, I'd chuck his bathwater by the gallon if I had the opportunity. So, you know, toss them flakes my way. I'd take a tubby with James Gandolfini. Also, real quick, uh, what the fuck now, were we talking about? Hell House LLC. Oh, good, good. Yeah, it's, it looks like a pretty great movie, right? Am I right? Am I right? I'm right. You're right. We love it. Let's fucking do it. Hell House LLC Origins. Boy, howdy, it looks fun. Let's all watch that when it comes out. Together. Okay. Yay! But even more importantly, let's all watch Pet Cemetery Bloodline. I don't want to be buried in a... Wait, what is the name of it? Did I say Bloodlines? I meant Bloodlines. Are you sure it's not Revelations? Yeah, well, if you're the type of fan who's way too good for Revelations... Then Paramount Plus has a surprise for your big fat thighs. Ed Furlong sits this one out, and so should you, because it's Pet Cemetery. <laughs> Who gives a church? That's right. This is going to follow Judd Crandall back in 1969. What did you say? Uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> what, what was that date? The year of our Lord. Okay. 1969! Hey, hey. Play the clip. 69 dudes there we go yeah it's a new season same damn that scary baby you think we have new jokes you have not been paying attention no we are gonna be fucking that dead horse in the ass till the cows come home mama also just so you know this is one of the things that we fight about yeah this is this is actually the main and we, thing fight we fight a about. lot yeah, the 69 joke, Greg and I are at odds with each other about this. I rarely win. But somehow it's in every episode. Hey! hey. 
I hate you so much. I hate you. We're fighting. We're fighting. <laughs> That's right. Pet Cemetery Bloodlines, October 3rd. Paramount Plus. But guess who's in it? None other than the recovering sex addict himself, David Duchovny. Oh, I'm glad he's better. Is he better? Mulder. What? I was just about to jump in the shower. Oh. You want to come in? Yeah. Nice package. Thank you. Is that for me? What? You know what I'm talking about. I do. I do. (laughs) For our loyal listeners, if you go back to about 30 episodes ago, Greg and I actually covered this very bit of news is that there was going to be a new Pet Cemetery Bloodlines, but we yep. didn't know when it was going to come out. We didn't know where it was going to come out. We didn't know if it was going to be a show. Actually, it was rumored to be a show, but apparently it's going to be a fucking movie. It's a yeah, prequel. It's a very young judge. It follows the story that he tells Lewis about that fucking <laughs> retard that got fucking killed and buried and David Duchovny uh is the dad and then uh fucking daniel day lewis shows up and it's one thing we all know about horror movies you kill a retard he's coming back i mean it ain't ain't the last to see to him yeah just like jason Voorhees. i don't know maybe the web feet might have helped him yeah jason had web feet how did he drown i have a theory on that actually it's uh it's because he had a crayon stuffed in each nostril (laughs) He may have drowned on land. I think the fact that he was in water was just completely coincidental. <laughs> you know, I, uh, uh, yeah, fuck. Yeah, so Pet Cemetery, <laughs> Stephen King, Mary Lambert. I don't it's about know. It's Whatever. about young Judd, and who's not attracted to that? I mean, not young enough for me. Wait, what? Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Time out, time out, time out, time out. Also of note, included in this movie is the infamous spiral symbol from everyone's favorite lackluster series, Game of Thrones, which was terrible from beginning to end. I don't care what anybody says. The first season is probably the worst season. I love season eight because that's where they really explain the whole fucking spiral and all the dragons. I love the dragons. Um, yeah, well, I think okay. this is a, this is some kind of tie-in, right? You saw it. I saw it. It's fucking good stuff. I saw it too. It definitely had the spiral. Uh, probably we're, we're, we're possibly going to get to the bottom of what that symbol meant to the White Walkers really, and the Night really King. really going to explain all of the secrets of the North to anyone who uh, was a little bit lost at the end of Game of Thrones. Pet Cemetery Origins, Bloodlines, Revelations, whatever the fuck this is. It's got what you want, baby. It's got the answers. So, Good. all you Game of Thrones fans, be sure to tune in. You're going to see Jon Snow drawing spirals on everything. It's going to be epic. I can't fucking wait. To put it another way, it's going to be entirely mid. I'm still going to watch this because it's Pet Cemetery, and also I love David Duchovny. You know what? I want to believe. Is that what he says? What's, yeah, what do you yeah, say in yeah. X-Files? I, he goes, he goes, I still believe. And then he starts playing the saxophone. Yeah, I'm a believer. Because I saw her face. Yeah, he's like, when I when I saw the little uh, the shriveled alien baby, I became a believer. We all saw the show. You know what I'm talking about. It's X-Files. Yeah, X-Files. With his friend, uh, Snelly. Yeah, Snelly uh, Carruthers. Here's, the, here's that Irish gentleman. Followed him around. 
Oh, the guy that smoked? Then I don't ask the questions. You're going to answer me, you son of a bitch. Don't try and threaten me, Mulder. I've watched presidents die. Smoke. Why her and not me? Answer me! I like you. Smoke. I like her, too. That's why she was returned to you. Are you smoking yet? Well, okay, I guess that's all we got for the the trailers. But uh, <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, all right. Now, uh, before we get to the news, it's a new season. Let's mix it up a little bit. It's time okay. for the apology corner, Greg. Oh, this again. Yeah. Okay. You want to go first? Yeah. I. Uh, sorry for being so mid. Yeah, I was going to say that, too. Like, I'm really, I am sorry to you and the audience for being mid. All right, great. Glad that's out of the fucking way. You ready? You got any okay. news? Yeah, I got, I got news. Okay. You want news? I didn't mean that apology. I didn't either. We're not mid. We're so good at this. I'm really big and swollen. That's the opposite of mid, right? Bulging. You are correct, <laughs> Oh, boy, oh, boy. I tell you what, for all you evil deadites out there. Hey, that's love... me. Yeah, me too, man. If you love Evil Dead and you're uh, you're bummed out that Netflix no longer carries Ash vs. Evil Dead, well, guess what, you horror sluts? As uh... the British would say, quit getting bummed out. <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> no, of course not. Ash vs. Evil Dead will be yes. on Hulu in October. And that uh, That might be one of my favorite horror series ever. It was fantastic. Now, I know, like, obviously, fans of the show, they're aware of Ash vs. Evil Dead. Go yeah. back and rewatch it when this comes out on Hulu. Support the Relive shit out of it. Relive the adventures of Ash Williams and Little Pablito as they fight the armies of darkness across the vast United States. Let's not forget about Kelly. Yeah, who cares about Kelly? I'm, a, I'm more of a Pablito guy myself. Wait, do you pick Pablo over Kelly? Did I say Pablo? Pablito. Thank you. Okay. Get it right. Uh, what about pay Zeta the price. What about? Oh, okay. Salute your shorts. Wow. Yeah. Right. Right. This this is getting weird, Greg. Nineties references. Having... Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Totally. That uh, that episode where they had the snuff film in Salute Your Shorts was really weird. Yeah, the unreleased one where Zeke yeah. the plumber just carved those kids up and. Fuck. No! 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 I implore all of our listeners to go back and watch Ash vs. Evil Dead, relive it. I guarantee you probably forgot a lot of shit, mm -hmm. but one thing you cannot like take away from the show is the absolute incredible one-liners that Ash William Ash William delivers on this. Uh, Bruce Campbell, it's honestly it's Pete Campbell. Some of those lines not quite so PC by today's standards, and that's what makes them fantastic. It's crazy because that show ended like six years ago. It really wasn't all that long, but a lot could change in a short period of time. Honestly, yeah. Like, there's a lot in the show that is not PC by today's standards. And just the fact that the show, like, premiered eight years ago just blows hey, my buddy. mind. It's crazy because that show ended like six years ago. Our culture is moving fast. Try to keep up. Uh, yeah. And stop saying things like... You can't do that anymore. Oh, my sweet Jesus. Well, hey, Greg, there is a Netflix documentary coming out called 
Devil on Trial. It's actually going to explore the paranormal claims that take place during The Conjuring 3. Good! Yeah, uh, so if anyone wants to see The Conjuring 3, you could see it on HBO Max. I honestly think the movie absolutely sucks. But that's because I don't like Blumhouse, and I don't like uh, Lorraine Warren and uh, J- Jeffrey Warren, what, uh, uh, Bill Warren, whatever the fuck uh, that Stephen Warren, is. right? Douglas Warren? I, 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 no, 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 you're thinking of one of the Baldwins. Oh, uh, Warren G. Okay. So Lorraine Warren and Warren G, the two paranormal investigators. Uh, uh, paranormal from, uh, regulators. Get it right. Paranormal regulators from Conjuring 3. Regulators! The devil Correct. made me do it. Which the devil made me do it as a porno I saw back in the 90s. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, but October 17th, it's actually going to follow the trial that takes place. So apparently it's... Uh, this is Jeffrey Warren's trial? Warren G? No, no, no. Warren G was acquitted for his crimes. Just like R. Kelly? Oh my god, dude. R. Kelly was like on trial like 10 times before they... <coughs> oh, fuck. He had a good run. R. Kelly? Yeah, yeah. He had a great run. Or a, a good stream, I should say. <coughs> here's, uh, here's a little bit of the synopsis of it. Often referred to as the devil made me do it case. The trial of 19-year-old Arn Cheyenne Johnson quickly became the subject of lore and fascination after it made national news in 1981. Johnson claimed he murdered his 40-year-old landlord, Ellen Bono. I'd kill him because his name was Bono, too, because I fucking hate you, too. Well, under the influence of demonic forces, the brutal killing in Connecticut drew the attention of self-professed demonologists and paranormal investigators Warren G. and Lorraine Warren. Known for their probe into the infamous haunting in Amityville, Long Island, which was a hoax, uh, several years prior, the Devil on Trial recounts the troubling events leading up to Bono's murder, the trial, and the aftermath, using firsthand accounts of the people closest to the case, including Johnson. Uh, this is basically going to follow a crazy person. The thing is, like, there is no fucking demonic possession uh, going on. This guy, this guy, clearly had unchecked mental health disorders and he killed his fucking landlord and i think he tried to kill his family too i don't fucking know kill your family yeah this guy he suffered from more cte than chris benoit right see how i bring that reference all the way back around because we were talking about wrestling earlier like there's a lot going on in this show people we have more depth and subtext than the movie pieces yes and we fight a lot we're fighting i'm fighting you we're fighting we're fighting well greg before we get into something I really want to talk about. You ever seen a grown man naked? But first, I'm going to need a drink. Uh, give me a second. I need a drink before okay. I bring this up. Hmm. Ah. Okay. You like Casa Azul? T- 200 bucks a bottle. I mix it with some pineapple juice. It's delicious. Oh. I'm drinking Bud Light out of a transsexual's butthole. USA! USA! Okay, my man. Here we go. Guess what who's coming back? Gary Sinise. Michael Myers. Fuck! I mean, I was close, right? Yeah, Gary uh, City, Michael Myers. All right. Miramax is trying to buy the rights to the Halloween franchise, and it kind of sounds like that Blumhouse is going to sell it because Blumhouse doesn't have uh, a proper follow-up to the Halloween franchise after treating Michael Myers like a fucking used Christmas tree in that last uh <laughs> They sure movie. fucked it up. 
Yeah, they really did. Is Jason Blum was talking about having like ten more Halloween sequels, but I thought you were gonna say ten more teenage orgies at his mansion. Oh, that's you know he's allegedly allegedly allegedly. We're not saying Jason Blum's a pedophile, but he's probably a pedophile. Have you ever have you ever heard him speak? Oh, dude, it's he, he he talks like Jeff Bezos. Yeah, he eats kids like potato chips. He can't have just one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So apparently Miramax is open to uh, both film and television adaptations of the Halloween franchise. This is a quote here from a Miramax representative. Everything is on the table at the time, and it's ultimately, ultimately up to Miramax to field pitches and decide what is the most appealing to them in the wake of Gordon Green's sequel trilogy. Gotta um, be honest. That sounds yeah. like a whole lot of nonsense. Yeah, so it's... it's Did they actually now, say anything with that quote? They said nothing! That was Miramax saying that Miramax has their fucking free reign to do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, it's... I, I don't know if they're going to reboot it, if they're going to do the... Oh, God Do you care? It. Does anyone care at this point? I honestly, dude, like... They threw him in a wood chipper at the end. Where do you go from there? They dropped the refrigerator on my man! It was humiliating. What was humiliating was was having that fucking 21-year-old scrawny, never-did-a-push-up-in-his-life fuck manhandle Michael Myers and take his mask away to go kill on his own. And he went and killed Darcy the male girl, who loves Damn That Scary. I've heard she's a big fan, yes. She shares her stuff on Instagram, Greg. That's Mostly because of me, not so much you. She said that herself, too. Yeah, she said I'm mid. I told her you're mid. And she believed it. Too bad. So now we're going to have we're gonna have more Michael Myers, and this is that whole thing. Like I've I've said before, like into the Michael verse. It's a, the the timeline to Halloween is insane to me. It's just so fucking bonkers, dude. You have this multiverse of Halloween. You have Halloween one, Halloween two, <laughs> Halloween, Halloween three, three, four, five, six, four or five even. I H two O. But but then you have you have different timelines. You have. Halloween, Halloween X, the one that went to space. It was great. Uh, yeah, you got uh, uh, Halloween H2O where he's underwater. Halloween takes Manhattan. Halloween Bloodlines. Halloween Revelations. Halloween Next of Kin. Halloween in Space. Halloween the Devil Made Me Do It. Halloween in the Hood. Halloween What's Happening. Halloween New Beginning. Halloween Dream Child. Halloween Dream Warriors. Halloween the Saw's family. Halloween Garage Days. Halloween Big Ones. Halloween Greatest Shits. Halloween Peace Sells But Who's Buying. Halloween Sergeant Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band. Halloween The Wall. Halloween Sticky Fingers. Halloween Voodoo Lounge. Halloween Born in the USA. Halloween Bad Out of Hell. Halloween Bad Out of Hell 2. Halloween Bat Out of Hell 3! Halloween, the newest Nickelback album! Halloween, a hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy! Halloween, new moon! Halloween, full moon! Halloween, 50 shades of Halloween! Halloween in the city! Halloween in the Sorcerer's Stone! Everybody loves Halloween! Everybody hates Halloween! How I Met Halloween! Halloween in the family! Halloween from the crypt! The Cosby Show. Halloween of Fortune. My personal favorite.
Halloween was an inside job. Halloween was an inside job. Halloween was an inside job. Yeah, it's, yep. We're uh, we're truthers here on the DTS show. Also, flat earthers. Oh, big in the flat earth. And vegans. Nope. And capitalists. No way. Yep. Anti-capitalists. What's the no, good yeah. one? Uh, oh, communism. Yeah, we're communists. We're big we're communists. Com- we're big commies. Because apparently those people that don't know shit about fuck think it's cool to be a communist. I'm going to go to South America and start a big old cult. Who's coming with me? Kill your family. The Toxic Anyone? Avenger, Greg. Oh, hey, that's way better. Let's talk about that. All right, let's talk about the Toxic Avenger because the Toxic Avenger is coming out very, very fucking soon. And I tell me wait more about it. I will tell you more. Tell you more. Does she look like a whore? She's a goddamn whore. Does she look uh, like a tiny little Toxic Avenger? I certainly hope so. Played by sex midget Peter Dinklage? Not just Peter Dinklage. Sex midget Elijah Wood. And oh, Kevin even better. Bacon. That's the money meat. Yeah, goddamn right. Now, because we're not on the level as such places like bloody disgusting. No, or hell, we're not. I horror. Uh, we don't get to see an advanced screening of Toxic Avenger. You know what? I can imagine it, and it's great. That's right. But apparently those assholes that got to see it at Fantastic Fest say that the Toxic Avenger is an incredible punk rock drag-out gross-out blast. Wow. You'd have to be a real asshole to describe it that way. Asshole. Toxic Avenger takes Dinklage and places him in the ordinary guy role of Winston Goose. I don't even know where to begin with that sentence that you just fucking said. I don't know either, but this time, instead of making him into a dweeb trying to get a date with a pretty girl, he is placed into the role of an awkward dad trying to impress his kiddo. I am personally offended by the fact that they did not name this character Melvin. How could you not do that in this remake? Yeah, apparently he's not Melvin. Melvin. He's not Melvin. He's fucking Winston or something. Winston Goose. What is he, a fucking... Ghostbuster in this one? I'm uh Winston Zettimore, Yana. That's kind of a that's definitely a Ghostbuster name, huh? No shit, Sherlock. It's a, a little bit of an oversight. Like, wh- how can you make a Toxic Avenger, what is it, a soft reboot or whatever, and not <laughs> use the name Melvin? Is there a Melvin? Is there going to be some like random background character comes in and like, hey, I'm Melvin, and they go, oh, okay, cool, cool. We nodded towards it. Yeah, like it's like uh, like Kevin Bacon's character has a son named Melvin. Or he right. goes, oh, yeah, like there's like a point in the movie where he talks about going to Camp Melvin. Bill and Ted are going to fly in and fucking pull his pants up on the front instead of the back and fucking they're, they're not even going to say anything. You're just going to know anyone who knows. Is just maybe understand maybe it'll it. be one of those things where like they're like like a little tongue in cheek would be like they're listening to the Melvins in the movie. The Toxic Avenger is a man named Melvin who mutates. That's the whole fucking story, right? No, no, he's Winston Goose. Okay, well, this time he's Winston Goose. Yep, but there's a a bunch of fun pictures out right now for those of you like Greg and I who haven't seen the movie yet. Unfortunately, there isn't a, uh, a, a trailer for this. 
or anything, but this looks like it's actually, dude, the pictures alone of just Elijah Wood tells me He really me does that- look fantastic. Yeah, as, as much as I'm, you know, kind of goofing on this movie here, it looks amazing. It looks fantastic. I, Elijah Wood yeah. is going to fucking kill it. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. He's always good. You saw him in Lord of the Rings. You saw him in that other movie where he played the guy. He's fucking great and everything. He was uh, he was really good in that movie with Macaulay Culkin. He was good in that movie, like you said. He oh, was the, the, the Macaulay Culkin sex tape. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, with Michael Jackson. Um, brought a tear to my eye. But this is this is something that Lloyd Kaufman has wanted for forty fucking years. Like he's always wanted Toxic Avenger to get this big hollywood production movie and he's he's finally getting it like this is uh it's kind of like i I don't know dude because i feel like lloyd kaufman is probably gonna die soon he's a disgusting old man he's gonna die he's gonna go to old pervert hell yay my dad toxic adventure looks like it's gonna be a fucking blast making black i can't wait uh macon blair directed this movie and uh we've said on past episodes is that he is uh, a giant trauma fan. He's seen every let me movie. Tell you something about Macon Blair. He has my respect because he has made one of my favorite movies of all time, which is, of course, Murder Party. And if you haven't seen that yet, definitely check it out. That is easily a five out of five from your hosts here at DTS. Amazing film. Hilarious social satire. If you've ever been to art school, you know that that's a fucking good one. And if that doesn't do it for you, uh, Green Room, also fantastic. And how about fucking Blue Ruin? Macon Blair, great catalog of films. He's an amazing director. And there's no way that he fucks up Toxic Avenger because he's got the fucking pedigree. The Green Room is phenomenal. It sure is. And so are all the other ones I mentioned. Yeah, Murder Party's a blast, dude. Murder Party's it's, a lot of fun. It doesn't get oh, enough I love it. Like, praise. I love it. It's a, It's one of my favorite movies of all time. Check it out. It's right up there with Ravenous. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're putting Murder Party next to Ravenous? Well, second, of course. You know, number two. Uh, I mean, Murder Party's good. It's not like... Oh, it fucking rules. Come on. I mean, it's not Ravenous. But really, what is? Not a bad question, Bert. Check out Murder Party on video this summer. Well, there is one thing I want to talk about, though, before, uh, before we wrap this up, Greg. Okay, good. And that's a motion picture that I know we both saw over the summer, which uh, to me right now is movie of the year. And that's saying a lot because I thought Renfield was going to take the cake on that. Hold on. Hold Uh, on. Hold on. I know what you're about to say. Yeah. The theatrical re-release. Yeah. Of Debbie does Dallas Two. back in the habit. Starring a one Whoopi Goldberg. God, I fucking wish. Oh, but what were you about to say? Talk to me. Of course. Talk, Talk to, to me. me. Like lovers do. Uh, probably the best film of the summer. At least the best horror film of the summer. Absolutely. Coming straight uh, to you from Australia. The Down Underverse. Directed by none other than Paul Hogan himself, probably. That's right. Crocodile Dundee wrote and directed probably one of the best horror films I've seen this decade. Uh, this might be the best horror film that I've seen since uh, Cabin in the Woods. Uh, I absolutely, absolutely love this movie. I went and saw it in theaters. I know you did as well, right? I did, actually. It was quite an experience. I mean, it has a 95% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. Talk to Me actually garnered a sequel. 
uh, A24 Studios has greenlit a sequel. The two bros, and I say bros not loosely, but tightly because they are brothers, Danny Filippio and Michael Filippio. I believe already... it's Filippeo. Actually, I think you're right. I was just guessing. Uh, I mean, the movie had a budget of four and a half million dollars and the box office grossed 70 fucking million dollars. Like, that's huge, especially for A24. I mean, it earned every penny. Like, it was really was a fantastic movie. It it really did. And honestly, I know there's a lot of A24 marks out there. For the most part, A24 sucks. You think? No, I've I've probably seen more positive A24 films the negative right like, i don't they, know they a, a lot a lot record. of a2 a lot of a24 movies just like hey look at this they did uh naked, act, right they, yeah well right. they i think they did barbarian a24 didn't do barbarian no okay maybe i'm mistaken on that one you dumb idiot i don't know i feel like a24 has been kind of rocking it the last couple a- of years a24 man. I, I, did yeah i guess i mean a24 i wouldn't want to disparage uh, the a24 they're, uh, I mean, it did. It did do. They're, they're like a. They're X. a shining light in the darkness when it comes to horror films. Yeah, like I. I mean, there's some movies I haven't seen yet. Like I haven't seen Men. That's uh, fine. I mean, The Lighthouse is phenomenal. I haven't seen X Machine. I, I did see X Machine. Like Uncut Gems is on there. The Green Knight. X Machina. Uh, yeah, X Machina. Yeah. What's the other one? Uh, when you finish saving the world. Uh, trouble too. don't last the tragedy of Macbeth. amazing yeah that yeah, was funny great. pages the death funny of pages dick long death of dick uh, was beautiful yeah civil war the, the i honestly i don't know how you have a problem with a24 man these are all fucking these are all 10 out of 10 pictures i mean i'll tell you what i really did like the lighthouse me too i really did like x and pearl yeah pearl's good Looking forward to Maxine. And Pearl yeah. Jam's next album. Terrible. I mean, Talk to Me is a, a very, very well done possession movie. Yes, uh, sir. It's, it's a slow burn, but it's not a slow burn. Like, you're grabbed right away from that cold opener. It's a new take on an old format. It is a, it's a whole new perspective on yeah. the possession film that we've seen so many times before. The ghost film. The, uh, the supernatural. There's a spirit in my living room film the seance film so to speak right yeah there's not a lot of i I know they kind of went like a social media route on it but they didn't like push it you know there wasn't like the well it's modernized like it It has a realistic spin for the modern audience where if you had this kind of thing happening if you're having like these like seances in somebody's home of course it would be in like a party setting right and there'd be people Up their phones, filming it. Live. Yeah. Um, so it, it 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 really felt current. It it felt real, but without that annoying, uh, like in your face feel that something like uh, I don't know, like Evil Dead Rise had, where they oh, were throwing God. characters at you. They were throwing um, imitations of real life at you. Yeah. So, something about uh, Talk to Me just felt genuine. And, and I really did. appreciate that and they about did, it. They did have characters that were very modern, but it was just, it was there. Like it was, it was well-written and they were well-written. well-written. The yeah. Dialogue. It, it, it felt natural. It felt very natural. There was one scene in the movie that like for days, I could not stop thinking about. 
and it was the shunt scene. Oh, the finale where everybody was shunting each other. Yeah. I, I say that the, the shunt scene because it reminded me of society and it was a glimpse of uh, uh, somebody who was being possessed, what was actually happening to them. And that was just. You know what it reminded me fuck, of? It was um, like the event horizon vision of hell. Yeah. You know, where it's just. Yeah. Just writhing tortured bodies Ugh. and you you don't really see enough of it and you don't see a long clip of it just enough it's to quick. see like agony yeah. you know what i mean it's a it's a, it's it was... a portrayal of bloody dripping writhing agony it's like, very true, effective true agony too like yes. yeah i uh, caught that the... too yeah I, I definitely appreciated that it was that and uh and, and for the, for those of you who hasn't seen, seen this movie like we're not like really spoiling anything but there is a scene where this kid like tries yanking out his own eyeball he was upset oh bitch about the party very the yeah one of the main things i really like about talk to me is that it kind of had that feeling of um it had a feeling that you're just like completely helpless where where certain films in the past it's uh obviously like everyone knows what talk to me is about it's about that that hand that you touch and you end up getting possessed uh but normally it's the kids like kind of find a way to what is it they do like detective skills almost like the ring how you go back and like you figure out like how to stop this or how to rectify this this film doesn't well, right. do this it, for every it, it problem there's a it's... there's a solution right but they yeah. yeah they didn't go down that route no they just kind of they... showed how the introduction of this supernatural element into these kids lives just continuously fucked things up for them there was no positive to it. It was just no, a, there was no a positive, steady but, downward yeah. decline of like, you shouldn't have fucked with this. And now things are just getting worse and worse and worse for you. And like, and the, that's the, a horror movie. Yes. That's, that's exactly it. Like the, the one, uh, the, I, I guess would be the antagonist, not deliberately the antagonist, but she, she's trying to make it better. But by doing so, she makes things fucking worse. Sure. Cause really, yeah, what like, do you do when, uh, when a ghost, demon, spirit, whatever you call it, has its fucking target set on you, kind of you're kind of just fucked. Without a doubt, yeah. man. Where do you think you're going? Like you're just going straight to hell, straight to the shunting, my friend. Straight to Population, the shunting. You. Yeah, get back in the pile. Also, uh, one major, major issue that I had with this film, and I'm sure you thought of this too, as amazing as it was, I gotta say, I would I would give it. High marks all the way. Five out of five, for sure. But I did have one bone to pick. And no that's... Well, I have two bones to pick. But also, in all of this party, in all of this, uh, you know, realistic modern setting where they're all fucking around, they're all joking with each other, the possessed person is, like, flipping out and drooling and screaming, and they're all, like, laughing because they're all drinking and having a good time around them, yeah. filming it, all that. Not a single person, not one of these revelrous party goers flop their penis into that hand. <laughs> and I see that <laughs> as a major <laughs> oversight for the plot and the writers. And I don't know, maybe they had a cut scene. Maybe they took that out. But come on now. Nobody's going to mess around with that thing in a sexual way. Of course you are. I hate that you said that because fucking A, man. I would have done that too. I would have put my dick in that hand. One of them would have, right? Yeah, yeah. Especially in Australia. And they have they don't have the limits that we have here in the Western no, world. No, 
they get all that fosters in them. Next thing you know, they're shoving that hand up each other's ass. Demon possession. Australian for hand job. That's what they say. Fosters. Australian <laughs> for hand job. You call that a tugger? This is a tugger. Tugger means hand job. I just made that up now. Tugger! Tugger's in a bit of a sad state. Seems his girlfriend and him had a bit of a row last night. So, uh, Greg, I want to talk about the soft opener. How it okay. opens up the party where the kid uh, ends up stabbing his brother and ends up fucking stabbing himself in the face. Ah, the lore. Uh, apparently, the two brothers that wrote and directed this movie, the Filipios, uh, or the Hogans, as, as you will, they actually filmed that whole prequel. They did. Yeah, I don't know how it's going to be released. I don't know if it's going to be released in like a Blu-ray edition or if it's going to be released uh, streaming somewhere or uh, or what. But I'm excited to see that. It's going to be done through like social media too, which I mean, that sounds kind of fun because I trust these guys. I trust that it's going to be done right. Well, it's in fitting with the vibe of the whole uh, environment. I mean, if they did some sort of like viral marketing campaign like they did with uh, – like the Blair Witch back in the '90s, you could yes. release this film yes. as like as like a YouTube video, you know, shot on site at uh, this house when the possession happened or whatever. Uh, you can really yeah. work with that. You can really make it like a meta thing, and I'm I'm 100 down for that. That's fun. Oh, that's, me that's too, man. Shit. Dude, I'm excited about that. And honestly, I am very excited about the sequel to A2 Fork because uh, the brothers actually said that they were like writing a script for a sequel when they were writing this movie so they already have more lore available uh they already have another story awesome. yeah so greg at the end of the day talk to me what are you giving it man on the scary uh what are you giving talk to me on our scary scale well as we mentioned it's uh you know it's a intelligent modern take on an old premise it's a it's a breath of fresh air in the cinematic world You've seen ghosts before. You've seen possessions before. We've all seen those Ouija movies. We all love them. They're like probably the greatest thing ever produced. Probably. Uh, you know, you love to see somebody play a board game and just you know ghosts come out of it. It's it's just great. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, this was a little different. It had a hand instead of a uh what do you call it a planchette plantain. It had a, it had a, a hand instead of a plantain, of course. Yep. Uh, yep. So you know, not quite as cool. You know, you hold a hand instead of moving a little fucking plantain around. The characters were believable. The acting was great. Ending brings everything full circle. It kind of it creates a uh, almost like a, a mythos. It creates a, a world that could be expanded on. And apparently, as you said, they're doing that. They're bringing more to it. So I can't wait to see more. Honestly, disappointed the shit out of me. Straight up fucking one out of five. Just kidding. It's a five out of five. It was amazing. Oh, my God. I love this movie. Okay. What do you got? I haven't really been truly, like, terrified in a long time. And this movie scared me. I haven't felt that type of feeling in in years. It was deep. Characters were wonderful. The acting was great. It was believable. And like I mentioned before, I like that they're not trying to... uh, go on this quest to to fix everything it's it's dark it's a very dark movie and i need that it's nihilistic greg and i love nihilistic horror i know you do i didn't have boobs so not so good huh 
very rare for me to do this. The movie lacked tittery, but it made up for the lack of tittery in heart. Like that kid from Captain Planet. Oh, yeah, 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 the Russian. Mm. Five out of five. Unprecedented from you, to be honest. Fucking five out of five with no tittery? Yeah. This might be the first time ever. Hey, Greg, I'm 40 now. I'm maturing. I'm growing as a person. The audience can't really see your camera, but I did notice you uh, slightly growing as you were talking about that. Yeah, it's called growth. Yeah, and I mean, apparently it's some kind of chain reaction because now I can't fucking sit comfortably. And before we go, I just want to say, go on Shudder. Check out Beyond the Door 3. It came out in 1990. This movie feels like it's a Puppet Master movie. Get really high. Watch this movie. It's nostalgic. It's fun. I promise you, you haven't seen it before. But goddamn, it's got a wide array of characters, and y'all will love it. You're really loving it. On the same note, uh, maybe just pair that up with a, a double feature of uh, Beyond the Green Door, because I guarantee you'll like that one if you don't like whatever the fuck Mike is talking about. Yeah, Beyond the Door 3, it's on Shudder. They just they just got the rights to it for some fucking reason, and it's out there streaming. Go check it out. It's a lot of fun. Do it. Do it. Do it. You won't. Do it. Do it. Do it. You're cool. Do it. Guys, Damn That Scary is back. This is season five of the, the podcast. You know we're coming back. We're coming hard. Uh, hard. Next week, we're going to go back to our old format of uh, trailers, news, and we are going to review a movie, probably something old, probably something fun, probably something you haven't fucking heard of before, but you're going to want to watch it. You're going to want to see it after we talk about it. Also, Greg, if you've got any ideas, give them to us because we're fucking, we are fresh out. Just fucking. Send I don't emails. know what I'm doing anymore. I just started tests. talking. Yeah, like, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm completely lost. Ever since we started fighting, I've been in a, just this abyss uh, of fucking emotions. Slasherspodcast69 at gmail.com. Uh, oh yeah, don't don't forget to listen to the Slashers podcast. They're still doing something. Yeah, probably. We love Keep going. Uh, uh, Ted, it. Mikey, Phil, uh, Larry. I guess there's Larry. I don't fucking know. Doug, always Doug. Always Doug. That's our guy. That's our boy. Love you, Doug. I'm uh, keeping on, Doug. But most importantly, keep it. It. Spokes. Spokes. Damn, that's scary. This is Gordon Grabass, and I'm gonna get you. Gordon Grabass, I put you in camel clutch. I break your back. I make you humble. Here I come, Micah. It's WrestleFest 69, you boner-eating puss. That's it. Are you piece of shit? (laughs) Halloween was an inside job. Halloween was an inside job. Oh, that's right, Al. You don't don't, want to slip your pinky finger into that ad for long. Don't trust my opinion. I'm mid as fuck. Eat my bones. Eat my bones. Here I come. We're fighting.